da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Welcome to the Meathead Hippie Podcast. I am your host, Emily Schramm. That's my intro for the day. And I was just at the gym and it was a lightning bolt moment. Sometimes we are the lightning bolt, sometimes the lightning bolt hits us. And I have been, basically, this is kind of a long intro that I'm going to make short that says, we as a whole are overtraining. We as humans are overstressed, undernourished, and not sleeping enough, and yet we are pushing our body in the gym in a way that is detrimental to our health because it is our only coping mechanism. It's our only stress relief. And so when I look at this meathead podcast that I want to revive, so we have the meathead, we have the hippie, today's meathead is yours truly, talking about adrenal health, specifically for women, but also very relevant for men as well, to understand why less is actually more, and the types of workouts that are beneficial when you are in higher stressed environments, whether that is external stress or systemic stress. External stress, meaning 2021, (laughs) the world we live in right? It's getting better. Hopefully we are recreating our reality and making things mirror back to us, the work we are doing, right? So hopefully things are moving moving up for you because that means you're doing that work. If it's not moving up for you, it's not a guilt trip. It just means that we have to keep digging because externally we can only control so much, right? But we also have a lot of life stress, job stress, career stress, pandemic stress, and there's just no getting away from it, you know? And so when we're looking at an external stressor that we can't control, and then on top of it, we have this internal stressor, and that could be so many different things, but we'll talk about them. I call that systemic stress. Then we have our workout program, and we have people who are so stoked and ready to work out at the gym and find a workout program, and that is amazing, right? That's what we want, that's what we love. But what happens so often, because at the end of the day, all workouts are stressors. That's why they cause adaptation. That's why they cause change, right? If we are working out or breaking down, that breakdown gets recovered, it builds back up, we see results. And that really is the concept of strength training. If we want to see definition in our muscles, if we want to have more lean muscle mass, which equates to a longer life, a happier life, and also a stronger body, and that means more calorie burn every second you're alive if you have an increase in lean muscle mass, If someone says, I want to be toned, I want to see muscle definition, I want to have biceps, or I want to feel like I have hamstrings, all of that is a building of lean muscle mass. And building of lean muscle mass happens when we break down muscle and give it time to adapt by building. And we also have to factor in our protein, macronutrients, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately, we're just saying, what can I do to break down so that I can build up? But if we have that external stress and potentially some internal stress, and that could just be in general higher anxiety or anxiety coming from things like hangriness or blood sugar issues or even gut issues, it's just one thing after the other that's kind of tipping the scale. And I have talked about the adrenals quite a bit, but just to recap, 
and this is all being inspired because I found some great moves <laughs> for my glutes because I couldn't get them to fire at the gym today. And so I did my little thing that we'll talk about to make sure that your glutes are actually activating when you're doing workouts, especially strength training. You should never be squatting until you feel your glutes. And no matter what, if you don't have healthy adrenals, you're not gonna be able to feel your glutes. And so it's this beautiful full circle where we, we know the mind-body is connected and we can think about the glutes firing and we can do Jane Fonda's and glute bridges. But if we actually get under a barbell or a lunge and we're squatting and we still aren't sore the next day from our, in our glutes or we're not even feeling them activate during that movement, then that load, that weight is dumping in to your tendons, your ligaments, your hips, your structure. Your posterior chain, your glute muscles, all of that trunk is supposed to support you. And so if we're not activating because the adrenals are so directly tied to that muscle group and if our adrenal health, our ability to handle stress or we're just tipped over the scale and we're too stressed out is saying I'm done, then those glutes stop firing. And so without going into full personal story because I've done that before in another podcast, I was at the gym getting my glutes to activate did, had a fun little before and after of just using this, what's called the Chapman reflexes, which is posted in, if it hasn't been yet, if you're listening to this, it will be in about five seconds. Um, my last Instagram post, I'll be in a gym, purplish, maroonish sports bra. Take a look at that video. And it's this idea that we can really come back into our body in a really beautiful way and understand some of these beautiful hacks of getting our system to fire again, the Chapman reflex being one of my favorite ways. But I had done an interview that I'm, I'm very grateful for, but it was like they wanted to cut so, so much of what is how to train for adrenal support or for healthy adrenals, or if you are high stress and you still want to train, how to make that happen without losing out on results, without losing out on feeling badass because we love to work out. And I just knew I, you know, no matter what, although I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have an interview and an article about adrenal health, it's always going to be a little bit too diluted. And I feel so grateful that I have this podcast so I can just expand on it. So here it is. I just got inspired because I was using it at the gym and now I want you guys to use it too. And I want to start by saying, what does it look like if you are overtraining? What does it look like if you are pushing yourself a little too far, too hard, too much in the gym? And I promise you, I'm not going to leave you with just go on a walk. There's ways as a human that you can adapt, <laughs> right? We're adapting. We are the most incredible adaptogens that exist. <laughs> we can use some adaptogens and we'll talk about that, but how do you even know if you're overtraining? How do you know when to go, when to rest, when to do, when to feel? That is the million dollar question. But it's actually not that hard because I think it's just a trust thing within yourself. It is the ability to say, once I have the knowledge, I'm going to use that knowledge not to stress me out, and this goes for all things, not to stress me out, but to just get curious. I have said this so many times, it's a big part of my book. Curiosity saved my life because if we very quickly go from I'm overwhelmed and I don't know what to do, should I go uh, uh, to 
hmm, I'm curious what would happen if I did this, or I'm curious what would happen if I didn't do this. Then all of a sudden we open up some play and all of us need more play, period. So three ways that we know we're overtraining. The simplest, most obvious way, and this is very obvious if I watch somebody squat and they have a shift in their squat, and sometimes that could be, you know, kind of a, I got in a car wreck and I clearly have something different in one side of my body, right? Or some other mechanisms going on. There's lots of ways, but if there's a shift in the squat and then they come back together, a shift in the squat and they stand up together, then I can say, okay, let's see what's going on with these hips. And usually what is happening is that the glutes are not activating. And so if I said, okay, I want you to go and do a glute bridge on the floor, squeeze your glutes as hard as you can. Sometimes it's like, I feel it, but then when they stand up and try to do that same movement, feeling their glutes with an air squat, that, that feeling of their glutes activating is gone. Most of us say, screw it, whatever. Put some weight on the bar, <laughs> right? But over time, that is really hard on our body. Not even over time, instantly it's hard on our body. And we should never be lifting load or moving weight unless we have those glutes firing. And so if you do lunges and you're never sore, if you're doing glute bridges, bird dogs, all of these things, I did a couple in the video that I referenced earlier, and you just can never get your glutes to be sore. In my instance, like glutes start shrinking <laughs> pretty dramatically. I got to work to get this glute bulk whatever it's not bulk it's it's glute-ish <laughs> I have to work for it I have to fight for it and so it's really obvious when I start getting overstressed and still working out my glutes stop firing and so what happens well my adductors take over completely and for many people actually their lower back takes over or their knees take over too much load they start getting a pain in the inner parts of their knees or in their hip area specifically one side of your hip maybe an SI issue and so we have to just take a step back and say, okay, where is this coming from? And of course, there's lots of beautiful PTs and body workers and getting your hands with somebody or getting your body with someone to start healing it. But for me and for the people that I see, especially in the world we're living in, it always comes back to our stress. Our adrenals are the thing that helps us, the two beautiful organs that help us with stress. We are supposed to be in 80% flow, chill, parasympathetic, 20% let's go, <laughs> sympathetic. That's the two versions we're talking about of our system of how do we handle life. Are we in a flow state or are we in a fight or flight state, right? So we've heard some of these terms, but then when we look at our life, I guarantee we're not at 80-20 and most of us are flipped. We're at 2080, 20% flow. We're lucky if we get a breath of the fresh air. Our sleep is iffy. We're waking up tired. We're drinking a lot of coffee. We're crashing in the middle of the day because we drank a lot of coffee as soon as we got up. And we're just fighting uphill all the time. And then if we get lucky, we get a little bit of meditation and then we just go work out because it's our only stress relief. And then we start to see some imbalances in our body in a really intense way. And in a way that physically your body is sharing with you, but it's been going on for a while. And I'm saying this from a very personal experience. It took my body breaking down for me to listen to it. 
that is what happens. You fall off the cliff, then you say, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. So this is my way of saying there's no guilt to this. It's just, you got to listen. We got to listen. We can be proactive and preventative, not reactive. The second sign and symptom of adrenals or overtraining, adrenals overworking or not being in the best position or healthiest, what I call optimal, is if you finish a workout and you have a headache. Or if you finish a workout and you actually don't even feel euphoric, you just feel tired. And this came from me being very consistently on the floor for 20 minutes after a workout as like a badge of honor. (laughs) You guys know what workouts I'm talking about. We don't need to name names. But for me, it was an ego thing. I wanted to push my body so hard and get so much dopamine from that movement. It was the only dopamine I had. And so the workouts became so addictive. But then after the workouts, I was completely tanked. I had headaches. I was exhausted. And it was such a draining experience, yet it was addictive. So I just kept doing it. And so these high-intensity interval training workouts, these cross-training workouts, these CrossFit workouts... These are putting your body in a very intense fight or flight state. So if we already are 80% in that state and then we're adding it more into our routine and we're having that exhaustion or headache, then it will be something I want you to pay attention to. And if you don't have these issues, if you feel like your glutes are activated and you feel strong and you feel good after your workouts and you're no headache and you feel regulated, then this is those types of trainings are perfect for you. Keep going. Just make sure you eat enough carbohydrates. <laughs> but besides that, the majority of us are so not in that space to do that more than a couple times a week. And for me, I had to cut it out completely because it really, truly... Once I got to experience the gas pedal, it was very obvious. Uh, My persona changed, right? Who I was in my day-to-day life outside of the workout was very different because I was just tired and depleted, but I was doing what was good for me, but I wasn't. And so I had to retrain myself. And the third most important thing of overtraining is if you truly just stop seeing results, if you feel... Like no matter what you're doing, you are just stuck, right? You're just stuck. And where I saw it the most was in muscle definition in my arms. You know, I was able to strict press 120 pounds, but I wasn't able to even see my delts. And I know that sounds really dramatic, you know, but it's true. If you're, you can be very strong, but you can still be like, I still don't see anything, And a lot of people will talk about cortisol and adrenals in the lower belly area. And it's all important, you know, but it's more so this idea, and it's not even just an idea, but think of it this way. If you are, again, building muscle by breaking it down, but your cortisol is high because of the life you're living, the go, 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 eating on the go, blah, 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 pile, 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 then we have always some cortisol in our system and cortisol does break things down the reason it does that is fascinating so if I'm getting chased by a dinosaur and I want to get away from that dinosaur that cortisol can pull muscle turn it into glucose so that I have a very quick and immediate source of energy to sprint very fast 
because glucose is always priority when it comes to quick, accessible sprint go, which is why low fat or sorry, low carb diets and high intensity interval training are usually going to butt heads if they haven't already. And so sometimes the adrenals just want more carbs. If you are on a lower carb diet and doing high intensity interval training, that could be enough to adjust, especially in your evening meal. But usually there's a couple more things at play and it's the psychology of more is better. And this is that linear kind of masculine, where whether you're male or female, drive aggressive pattern that we just so often get stuck in. And so I just want to share this because I care, <laughs> because I see this happening more than I realize, even though I feel like I've talked about this with Adrenals with M hashtag and the Body Awareness Project. It's been like five years of me addressing this because of my own total adrenal dysfunction. And I don't say adrenal fatigue unless you truly are adrenal fatigue because we want people to know that this is not just like an occasional thing. Adrenal fatigue is an occasional thing. Adrenal dysfunction is so much more common than people realize. And it might be you if you're still listening to this. And so what do we do, right? We want to work out. We want to feel strong. We want to see results. And now, Emily, you're telling me your workouts are killing me and my workouts are pushing me into a place of adrenal dysfunction. And most people, if you talk about adrenals, and this is why I'm, I'm so passionate about this, is because when I went through this, everyone told me to just start going on walks. And I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. You want me to go from competing in very intense CrossFit competitions to going on walks? Like, who do you think that, you know, just so dramatic. But there's ways to do this. There's ways to approach this. And I want to be that person that says you can do it because I did it. And honestly, I was blown away by what happened because I could not believe it until it happened. And I'm so grateful I gave myself the chance to see the results that came from it because now I can just be your light and hopefully give you permission because it is truly slow the fuck down. And I mean that so literally because I would go to the gym and I always, some of you know this about my eight minute rule. I have this eight minute rule where it's truly like for everything in my life, it's a Netflix show, a book, an audio book, a workout. If I do it for eight minutes and I'm still not firing, like my brain's just not like connecting it and feeling it. And I commit to it for eight minutes. I'm not like, can't wait for this eight minutes to be done. <laughs> I really go in, I commit, but at eight minutes, I'm like, yeah, this is a sauna day. <laughs> this is a go take an ice bath day. So the eight minute rule has been really helpful, but once you get through that eight minute rule and you're like, okay, now I actually feel good. I'm starting to get that dopamine. I'm in the gym. I'm just going to go for it. And we push ourselves into that space because we're there or we have people around us or we have people cheering us on or trainers that are pushing us to go harder. This is the biggest thing. I want everybody to send this to their trainer if they feel like this is relevant because it is how so many of us do push ourselves too much because we, we need that coach, we need that advice, we need that person, but we also have that internal voice that's like, damn, this is hard. 
and Emily told me to not push too hard. <laughs> and now he's or she's telling me to go harder and do one more rep and that's gonna you know, get me, but it, I'm telling you that's not the case. Sometimes that one more rep is actually gonna tip you over and it's gonna take you two to three days to actually fully recover from that one workout versus slowing it down and creating a program for yourself that is beneficial for your body. And when I was discovering this whole process of, okay, I refuse to just have walks as my support. I'm going to find a way to program strength training without killing my adrenals while I'm actually healing my adrenals. It all came down to just slow it the fuck down. So Wade and I built a program that it was so magical because it was so important because I needed to hold weights. I needed to feel strong. I had already felt so broken. At one point in my adrenal dysfunction journey, I peed on the floor in front of like 20 people and it was very embarrassing. (laughs) You know, and you just kind of laugh it off, but you're like, damn, something's wrong, you know? And that's all going back to that pelvic floor, that glute activation. What I was saying about the hip dysfunction, that is your adrenals turned off. They're pushed over the edge. And so I wanted to feel like I still was capable. And the only way I did that was just feeling completely broken and then building it back up. And Wade and I created a program for myself, mentally, physically, started going to the gym, meathead style workouts, slow and steady, just enough of that kind of athletic push, just enough of that strength, but always coming back to the basics of making sure that my adrenals were still firing and slowing it the fuck down. So I found a perfect, you know, it was weeks where I would do five days of training and then I was just like, wow, (laughs) this is not it. There'd be weeks I did one day of training and it was not enough psychologically. And so we found for me and for many, three times of strength training is the perfect amount, especially if the strength training is the appropriate kind. And this is what's so beautiful about this is this is how Platform Strength was created. I was at a Globo gym, sick of headphones, knew that at some point it was going to be time for a gym where I could have my fantasy factory. And it was just, it was just all magic. And that's the program that we follow in Platform Strength. It's the build program. It's the Emily Adrenal Slow the Fuck Down program. <laughs> And it's so beautiful because what is, it's truly this mind-body connection of hypertrophy. It goes back to bodybuilding days, which were actually my meathead days when people aren't sure what meathead hippie means. Meathead means I would be so stoked to just be in those bodybuilding Arnold Schwarzenegger days when that first started happening and just really understanding the tempos and the the isolation and the supersets of complementing muscle groups together and really understanding how they all work and you need this plus this plus this, slow and steady, curiosity. It was just as addicting as snatching 60 times for time, you know? And I it took a little bit of adjustment because I would finish my workout, it would be slow and steady, hypertrophy style, bodybuilding meathead and it would be like that's it I don't feel exhausted but yeah that's the point (laughs) you're supposed to feel strong and good and walk out the door sometimes a little sooner than you think you're ready for because you have to retrain your brain 
And it took a couple of weeks to start to see what would happen, but as cortisol comes down and starts to get into its natural rhythm, which is highest in the morning and lowest at night, that's why melatonin is produced, so it's higher, melatonin's higher at night because cortisol comes down. So if we have cortisol all over the map and up and down, or just high all the time, that's what we call hyperadrenal. And then if we're in hyperadrenal too much, we drop to hypo. And so this, after the first tip of how to train, it's number one, slow the fuck down, three times the strength training, slow and steady, and all of your cardio, all of it, is in nature. If you don't have the ability to have nature, then it would look like a Stairmaster, it would look like a spin bike, it would look like some slow rowing, but there is never this push of saying, go, 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 go. You might push yourself slightly, but like for you, if you are in that adrenal dysfunction and you're used to, you're so used to 100% and you get such satisfaction out of 100%, you gotta think of it as 50%. I'm never gonna push myself past 50%. And just try it, like just literally just try it and see what happens. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with your results. And so moving to the second tip of now what do we do, absolute necessity in the world we live in with the nutritional depletion that we have and the degradation of our soil causing even more nutrient depletion in the food you are eating, especially if you're living in food deserts or you're not sure how your food is grown or vegetables, etc. We absolutely have to supplement appropriately. And of course, food is first. How do we get more greens in our diet? How do we get more nutrient density in our diet with egg yolks and eggs? And how do we make sure we're digesting it? But if you are stressed, you are burning through your B vitamins. If you're on birth control, you're burning through your B vitamins. If you are in adrenal dysfunction, you are depleted in vitamin C. There's so many different nutrients and it's overwhelming. So if we are in a hyper cortisol state, high cortisol, we tend to need more adaptogens to come down. So we're trying to pull that adrenal cortisol down. This is why coffee intake needs to be pulled down as well. Coffee produces cortisol. It stimulates your adrenals to produce cortisol. And so that's what's fascinating. And if you go to the hashtag adrenals with M, you'll notice on Instagram, that's why I love noon hydration. It's electrolytes first hydration, salt, sea salt first, then then we can get into coffee because it's so cool. When I tested this for a long time, if I didn't have coffee first thing, my body naturally produced its own cortisol and then it would naturally go back down. It was working with the sun. But if I stimulated cortisol by having coffee, it would kind of crash two-ish, three-ish. I would want more coffee it would spike back up. I would have a hard time. I'd be like wired and tired, whether that was just caffeine, whether that was cortisol, most likely both. And so there's this beautiful switch that can happen when you're like, okay, I'm going to have some hot lemon water. Then I can have my coffee. Just try that. If you need to really work on your adrenals, then we need to really focus on potentially a decaf. And at some point this the herbal coffee that I have. And that is why I'm in Maui, just so you know. I haven't officially announced this yet, but the tea company is so amazing. I'm obsessed with my tea company. I know you guys love my tea. It's so nourishing. 
but I need to make sure it's also nourishing for those who grow it and for Mother Earth. So I'm in Maui to bring back the tea. <laughs> They'll look a little different, but they will be amazing. So we find our appropriate supplementation. Hypercortisol, this is in my supplement line, Empirica. This is where if I can tell in the EmpiraQ, in the Norma consults we're doing based on the questionnaire, if I can tell that that person is in hypercortisol state, I immediately cut back on their cardio and their cortisol demanding things, and I add in what is called adrenal relief. And it's a beautiful adaptogenic supplement that's really supportive to bring that down. And then I also make sure they are hydrated. Not too much salt for hypercortisol, but hydrated with all the good electrolytes and just making sure that they are keeping their body in a good space. If they are hypocortisol, especially if I see that on the graph of this EmpiraQ that we have, then this is where I know it's like SOS. Holy shit, this person's exhausted and tired. And that could be a lot of different reasons. But what we do know is that we have to give support to the adrenals in order to get to the point where things feel okay again. Hormones, vitality, energy, mood. If you are in that hypocortisol state, you are just exhausted and you really are starting to feel that headache after a workout and just overall, like life sucks. <laughs> it's emotional. And I remember so many times breaking down and just crying for the smallest amounts of things because my capacity to hold was so gone and I was not adapting because I had no ability to. And so this hypocortisol state, this really low cortisol state, I just, if you're feeling it, I just want to hug you because I understand it and I feel it. And this is where we're looking at something like Adrenal Reboot. That's the Empiric or the Empirica supplement that I have. It's a glandular, no more than two months of a glandular if you're looking at something that intense because it truly is powerful. But we definitely want to look at vitamin C which by the way is so cool that black pepper helps with absorption. I don't know if you guys saw that in my last Instagram post about name that sup. Uh, and then also B vitamins for sure. And so this is again, this it's just this beautiful awareness of, okay, I wanna know the pattern because I'm gonna treat it slightly differently and I'm gonna adapt my workouts accordingly. So hypercortisol, really bringing down the cardio and hypocortisol, strength training really has to be slow and steady because that's where we're not firing our glutes at all and so nature cardio sometimes even two times of strength training is going to feel like a stretch but it's it's meant to happen there's got to be some sort of psychological take back of getting your power back so slow and steady for our workout programs that would be at home it would look like prep or pro and then if you had full gym equipment it would be build. And it wouldn't even necessarily be strength, the strength component plus build. Sometimes for me, if I'm really feeling low, but I know I want to move, it's my three times of strength training. I want to get that third time. And I feel after eight minutes of moving, I feel like, okay, I can do this. This feels good. Then I just do three to four rounds of the accessory work. And that is the build program. And that's totally enough. You know, it doesn't need to be more than 20 minutes. It doesn't need to be more than 30 minutes. It's slow, it's steady, and it has rest in between. And you, as a person who is intuitive and an empath and has all these 
amazing abilities to read yourself because we all have that. It's, it's turning out the voices that say, do one more rep. And it's just saying, how do I feel? And not giving yourself the guilt of, I should have done more because I'm telling you that all of us think that, and that is what's causing us to be in a stressed, not optimal place. And we can just, we can have so much more fun. Working out should be fun. Feeling our body should be fun. Moving is fun, right? And if we have adrenal dysfunction, it's not fun. And then the final piece, number three, is that working out cannot be your only stress relief because working out is, again, a stressor. And so I just ask you, I'm going to leave you with this. What do you do besides working out to take care of your mind? The mind is racing, the mind is running, the mind is doing all these things. We have so many thoughts and sometimes they take over. They cause us anxieties, they cause us cyclical thinking, they sometimes take over our whole day if we're not careful. And so what are we doing to help manage that? To feel like, okay, this shit just happened, this conversation was a little awkward, I gotta let that go. And I did learn from Jennifer who does our astrology for Platform Daily, I love this idea of walking with something in your hand and throwing it back and forth. Just tossing it one hand to the next, even if you're sitting there, just trying to move things out of that cycle. And there's a couple other beautiful ways to do this, right? Like meditation and breath work and all of these things we talk about. But I do believe that most of us aren't actively, proactively, preventatively doing this. And so this is my reminder to you to make sure you're doing it. And as someone who hated meditation and was so addicted to the do, this is just so, so, so important. <sighs> okay. I'm so excited I got to put this all in one place. I hope this is helpful. Take a look at the Instagram post and see if you can see the Chapman reflexes. This is what I use to activate the glutes if I am going to use glute activation workouts. So if I am gonna squat, if I am gonna lunge, if I am gonna use posterior chain, which is every workout, ideally, even a plank, we're using it, and I still can't feel it and my stress is maybe a little bit high, my favorite hack is the Chapman Reflex Massage. So you find your belly button, you go one inch out, two inches up. You push, you relax your belly and push. And it helps if you lay on your back. Push into those spots and then do baby little circles and see if you notice anything tender there. Don't overstimulate it because sometimes people, this makes them very nauseous. You'll notice one side might be more sensitive than the other. And what I do is that either I take a peppermint oil or something that feels really good and smells really good. Nutmeg, peppermint, uh, something that's like, whew, that feels amazing. And I use that before I work out and while I'm activating my glutes, just like I would bird dogs or glute bands. And that is so helpful for getting them to fire. Remember, we don't ever do workouts unless our glutes are active, right? And it's just so much more than like the big butt thing. It's just about keeping your whole body healthy and happy. And that's your midpoint. Your hips are so, so powerful. So that is my tips, my adrenals with M. The hashtag is obviously full of stuff about electrolytes and supplementation and personal stories and workouts as examples and being smart, especially if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
If you are interested at all in the programming, the Body Awareness Project, which is all about adrenals, or the consult that tells you you are hypercortisol or hypocortisol, or your adrenals are great and maybe your hormones need something, <laughs> that is all included in Platform Daily. It is a one-stop shop membership. So we put the Body Awareness Projects, you get free access to that. That's not just the adrenals, but digestion and gut. It's like 10 plus hours for every course of content from me plus experts. You get full programming from Platform Strength. So we have so many different programs and you take a quiz and then we tell you what to do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's so cool. And we factor in your adrenals from that and say, okay, we can tell your adrenals are doing this, then we're going to do this. And it also includes this beautiful protocol from your Norma, the Empiric Q that I talked about. So you can get a full supplement protocol to keep your body in balance. We've been working on it for over a year and it's ready for you guys and it's all included in this. So I'll link that below. It's just so amazing. It's just, it's, it's just so amazing to have all of it in one because there is so many components. And then I also just look at the M's process hashtag because I do believe that processing is like my own meditation. So if you're struggling with meditation, I think you'll get some ideas with some of my writing. At least I hope so. I'm so grateful for you being here and for your time and for who you are and your willingness and effort to just be the best meathead hippie you possibly can be. I feel you, I see you, I hear you, and I'm so stoked to be somebody that you get to spend time with, even if it's in the car, in your ear. I'm really grateful for the work I get to do, and you're the reason why. So can't thank you enough. I'm going to go film my hippie podcast, so there will be two. This is the meathead. The hippie one will be waiting for you on the other side, and it's going to be about critique. If you feel like you criticize yourself a little too much, also ties in with adrenals, <laughs> go take a listen. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.